Welcome everyone to a Monday edition of Couch Potato Diary, coming to you from the Clearwater Cleaning Solutions broadcast studio. They are your one-stop commercial and residential cleaning company based out of Calgary. They have a fantastic team who are ready to make your life simpler and easier by fulfilling all of your cleaning needs. Check them out online, clearwatercleaningsolutions.com. Online, I am at PrimetimeKlein on Twitter and Instagram, twitch.tv slash primetimepk, and you can email the show couchpotatodiary at yahoo.com. Coming up on the show today, a little bit of confirmation bias from the Toronto Blue Jays, but things are still going all right. The next big star in the Canadian Football League appears to be emerging, and I'm very sad about soccer. So, thank you for joining me today. So, the Tor- we will start with the Toronto Blue Jays, as they are coming off of a series loss at the hands of the Minnesota Twins, which is frustrating on a few different levels. One... We were saying before when the the team was on a bit of a roll heading into um, heading into the trade deadline that like okay that they are beating up some of these like teams that they should be beating up on but when they run into playoff teams there seems to be sometimes a bit of an issue and that can get very very frustrating because this team is supposed to be very very good um, and when you see them at the peak of their powers is okay this team can beat everyone or this team can beat anybody, but it does feel like they maybe need a little bit of help sometimes. Which is to say, they probably should have done more at the trade deadline. Which is to say that, like, this weekend really proved, to me anyway, that what I was saying at the trade deadline and after the trade deadline is actually, like, coming to fruition now. Where this is a better baseball team than it was at the start of the trade deadline season, I guess you could say, but they still haven't done enough to keep up with everyone else. And now that the series against Minnesota, you have a weird way of ending it on the, um, what was it, the the Friday night. Um, A couple of tough losses in there for sure. But these are the teams that you are going to have to beat in the postseason. The the Jays could very easily have a first-round matchup with the Minnesota Twins. They could very easily meet up with Seattle, who has given them problems this year. Tampa Bay, who has given them problems traditionally. And then you're going to have to get into that series with the Yankees and the Astros. Neither of those series for Toronto have gone particularly well. So this is why I was saying the Blue Jays needed to go out and do a little bit more at the trade deadline. Because when you're taking on the upper tier teams, weird shit can happen, which we saw the other night. Um, One way it did work out for the Blue Jays, but one way it really didn't. And also, this team just... This is not a perfect team. I thought they needed a little bit more. And now that is really, really coming to fruition because you have Romano who hit a bit of a weird speed bump over the last couple of days, and now Meza is hurt and on the disabled list. This team didn't have enough high leverage guys to begin with, and now they certainly don't if you're going to make a run toward the postseason. It was one thing, okay, they added Bass. He could be a high leverage guy. So guys who you're comfortable with in leverage. Romano... Um, I would put Simber in that category and Meza and now Bass. Okay. That's four. That's great. If none of them get hurt now, Meza has got hurt Romano. Like we said, bit of a speed wobble here. This team just did not do enough at the deadline. This team, if everything went perfectly, didn't have enough coming out of the trade deadline. And now it hasn't. Now you have Meza who's on the disabled list for 15 um, days at least. And that is 
a whole other different situation because of the issues with left-handed pitching and with issues with the, the Blue Jays bullpen. So you've now taken two areas where you were barely holding on and you have taken away the guy who was just like holding that foundation together. It just, this weekend really to me proved that the Blue Jays did not do enough at the trade deadline and you are seeing why. That This is why you kind of overdo it at the deadline. This is why, oh, they're doing construction over there. That's great. I don't know if you can pick that up from here. Um, this is why... You go out and, oh, it's just, it's basically just money that you're going to have to give to Iglesias to get him. Go out and get him. I, I think at this point, the way that bullpens are utilized in the postseason, the Blue Jays really were set up for just the bare minimum. And I think you're seeing now the bare minimum isn't working. Think about what's happened since the trade deadline. Obviously, they knew about Stripling before it, but Stripling and Meza both going on the disabled list right after the trade deadline. And so now all of a sudden these, oh, we built some depth. Well, now that depth is being thrust into the limelight and I think you're seeing it's just not enough. And the frustrating thing is the Blue Jays are creeping closer to the Yankees. Again, I don't think the Blue Jays catch the Yankees for that top spot in the American League East, but the Blue Jays are creeping towards them. The deficit is now just at nine and a half because New York is finally struggling for the first time this season. They've lost five in a row. The Blue Jays have kind of taken advantage, but not really because they lost a couple of games to the Twins in that stretch, and this is another reason why, again, I hate the, well, the Yankees and Astros are better than everyone, you're not going to catch them, so why bother? No, 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 bother, like try, because the Yankees could hit this kind of a, a stretch in October, and all of a sudden, you, you have a chance to compete for an American League championship. The Blue Jays, I really thought, had an opportunity to... I, I still think they're the third best team in the American League, but they are so far back of the Yankees and so far back of the Astros that I thought there was a chance you go out, make a couple of big moves, really solidify this team, and make that push. Put some pressure on the Yankees. See how they handle that. Put yourself in a position to take advantage if there are some of these stumbles. And now the Yankees are stumbling, and the Blue Jays are still trying to figure out who can throw on the left side. Big series coming up for Toronto now against Baltimore. Sweep them. This is not the time now to, okay, well, two out of three from here and two out of three from here, and oh, we dropped two out of three here. This is the time to, like, the, the Orioles made a couple of moves. They are clearly coming into a, uh, or coming off of a deadline where they were clear sellers. So treat them like sellers and go out and make a, a big, big move um, and beat this team up. You have Kikuchi going for the Jays tonight. Need a big one from him tonight if the Blue Jays are going to to do this. I, I think that the time is now to really start treating teams that are lesser than you like they are lesser than you. Should have done it with the Twins, didn't. Now I think you have to do it with Baltimore. And you got a Yankees team that's playing the Mariners. So either way, this is going to go well for you because either way, a team you're competing with is going to lose. And now again, sweep Baltimore, take advantage of this. I, I am done with the Blue Jays being a, ah, oh, they're good. No. That, that has to stop now. That mentality happened at the deadline, and it frustrated the hell out of me. This is one of the best lineups in baseball. This could be one of the best teams in baseball. You're going to need some guys to overperform now to get there, but it, it still is possible, and it's why I was so frustrated at the deadline. Uh, moving into the Canadian Football League, Nathan Rorick seems for real. He absolutely annihilates Edmonton, and this is exactly what this league needed right now. A, Canadian star... That everyone says, well, look, if the CFL is going to do anything, it's not going to be with less American or with less Canadian players. It's going to be with more of them. Well, now you have it. You have a Canadian player at a premier position in what is a premier market in this country. 
So now that this is the litmus test, right? That this is the, okay, if if the CFL is going to grow on the backs of Canadians, it's going to be, whoa. I'm going to leave all this in. My cat just knocked the microphone over while uh, while we're podcasting here. I'm just going to hold the mic from here on in. Um, but if the league is going to build on the backs of Canadians, it is going to be on the back of this kid. He is A, phenomenal. B, premier position. C, in the second biggest market this league has in, in Vancouver. And I, I think, quite frankly, the number one market in terms of being salvageable. I think Toronto is just going to be what it is. Like you, you have to have a team in Toronto because you have to have a team in Toronto, but I, I just, they, they have tried everything. It hasn't worked. Um, if it's not going to click now, yeah, I don't think it, or if it hasn't clicked already, it's not going to click. I still think Vancouver is salvageable. I still remember back in the early two thousands when the riders would go to BC place. Um, and that crowd was a factor. I still think you can get that back in BC. And I think now you have a superstar that you can build this around. That This is a boost that this market needs and a boost that this league needs in the worst possible way. And from a footballing standpoint, this has the BC Lions, I think, as the second best team in the Canadian Football League right now. Like, it is Winnipeg's world and everyone else is just living in it. But... This is such an exciting story, and he is such an exciting player, and he has reinvigorated this BC Lions team to a point where I think that they can make a push for a West Division championship, at least host a playoff game um, in the West this year, because I don't think Calgary is that good. I don't think Saskatchewan is that good. Obviously, Edmonton isn't that good. It really is clear now for BC to make a push and get a home playoff date, which I think would be massive for them and holy smokes has Edmonton fallen off um that team speaking of teams looking at next year that is a team that is looking far towards next year um Chris Jones has a lot of work to do out in Edmonton uh good win for Toronto this week as the uh the, the Argos look to like the, the east is just begging as my cat whips the microphone with her tail the east is just begging for anybody to, to, to step up and take it. And you have Toronto coming away with a 14-point win over Hamilton this week. The Argos are now uh, four points clear of both Hamilton and Montreal for top spot. They'd be fourth in the uh, the West, but they're in tops in the East at this moment. It Again, I did not see this coming from Hamilton. I did not see this coming from Montreal. I, I thought that Toronto would be a better team, and it seems like they are the best of the worst right now. But this is going to be interesting coming down the stretch again. It looks like there's going to be a crossover. It probably will be Saskatchewan, um, although they're only two points back of, of Calgary right now. But I, I certainly look at the East as being wide open, but it's starting to feel like Toronto is pulling away. And maybe that team that I thought was here a year ago might be showing up now. I'm still not sold on the quarterback. Uh, before we go on another quick one today, not to panic after one game, but this feels like it's going to be a bad year for Manchester United. Not like relegation bad, but maybe like not playing in Europe type of a, a bad season. This team did nothing to address any of the issues they had after last season. And now, like, there, there's a talk, does Ronaldo want out? Does he not want out? Do they want him out? Do they not want him out? Uh, all of that led to a absolutely demoralizing 2-1 defeat in the first week of the English Premier League season. I have this team finishing comfortably out of the top four. Liverpool, City, Arsenal, and Tottenham, I think, are all clearly better than them. I think Chelsea is probably better than them. They just have a weird situation going on. This is... 
like talking about like, oh, can Manchester United get back to, to uh, past form? I don't know if they can get back to last year's form. That This team is so far gone and so far removed from anything can remotely looking like a glory period. Manchester United has a lot of work to do. Uh, and I, I do believe that it starts with selling off. CR7. So, a very quick one for you guys today. Um, coming up this week, going to have another show hopefully coming out on Wednesday and then Friday, another Fighting Friday episode. Uh, the UFC event over-delivered, I would say, over the weekend, and now we are slowly getting ready for another Ultimate Fighting Championship pay-per-view. So, uh, that's going to do it. Thank you very much to Clearwater Cleaning Solutions, your studio sponsor, our studio sponsor. They are your one-stop commercial and residential cleaning company based in Calgary. They have a fantastic team, ready to make your life simple and easier by fulfilling all of your cleaning needs. Check them out online, clearwatercleaningsolutions.com. You can find me, Twitter, and Instagram. I am at PrimetimeKlein, and I'll talk to y'all later. I'm out.